This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends, which includes, but is not limited to, my boy, Tortu! I don't have it, but I got this right here, baby. Oh, I got no. this right here. Our Let's go, ball. baby. Four and two? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? The black and white. Oh, here we the go. The black and I'm white so in, the, in your sweatshirt makes so much you know what? fucking sense. Listen, listen. It is so the Rams didn't get it done. The Steelers did. Four and two. Let's go. What do you say, Burke? I mean, they got oh. it done with a little bit of help. I'll <laughs> tell you that much, all right? It, <laughs> right. It's, it's getting kind of sickening, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. It's just week after week. There's 14 men on the field mm -hmm. for the Steelers, and three of them are in fucking black and white stripes. Oh, I tell you, you it's, know, it's, the copium is strong with this one. It really is. It's, copium? It's people, people can't deal with the Steelers just being a good team. Oh, my They're just good. God, man. It's what this they is, do. They win. They win. It might be ugly wins, but that's, that's what they do. Lennon. Blue collar, steel town. Get it done. Whatever. Have man. they played anybody reasonable? Yeah. The, no, they've actually they beat, beat everybody reasonable. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, exactly. Um, they beat the Ravens. Talking They're about five and six and one, maybe. Talking about like a team that can't beat us. anybody reasonable. The, these Dolphins are down bad, man. They're mm. not down bad. I mean, they're down bad. Man, it's weird playing really good teams on their turf every time. Mm -hmm. You know. It's a tough game. Eagles are good. They played two. Yeah, they played the Bills. They and, played the Bills away, and they played and the they, Eagles away. Right. But all the other teams they played were bad. So, so like, we don't know yet. It, <laughs> it doesn't look good, cuz. It doesn't look like they're beating a playoff, winning a playoff game. Yeah. That's what it doesn't look that's like. What it, that's exactly. I don't know about that. Give them home field. I like, I like Dolphins home field. Everyone's hurt. Jalen Ramsey was hurt. He'll be back soon. Uh, cornerbacks were getting hurt. Jalen Waddle got hurt halfway through the game and had to come he back. He came back. He came back. There's a lot of stuff that happens in these football games that you just can't really predict. They can't defend the, the, the uh, tush push. They, no one can. Four for four. Nobody can. On it. Yeah. They just need to get one yard They're and they so get like good. one and a half every time. They really are so good. I don't know how they do it, but... All right, I'm hearing a lot of cope here. Uh, I, right? Everyone's hurt. Right? The Steelers look fucking phenomenal. Enough is enough, Conrad. This you is you have shit. to take this blasphemy elsewhere, okay? It hurts. This is so um, I mean, you're going to slap the fuck out of this guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> the countdown. That's what it is. <laughs> the countdown is fucking... I don't even care about that. Oh. You don't care? You're going to look like that, dude. <laughs> I can care less about that, man. You're, you're going to oh, care when man. you're walking around with a tattoo of my hand on your <laughs> fucking <laughs> face. You think I've never been punched in the face before? This ain't a punch, bro. Fuck. This is way more demeaning than a punch. <laughs> this is yeah. whatever. That's a that's rock. Yeah, you, you can downplay it all you want, man. When you get five fingers across the Listen, face. Listen, that didn't even go through my mind throughout any point of this. All right, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't want to be slapped. Yeah. You can downplay it all you want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be slapped in the face. 
I definitely don't want to be slapped in the face by the new angry black man, Conrad. All right? Like, I'm not looking to have some welts that resemble your hand. Conrad wanted the person to be on their knees. (laughs) He's going to be on his knees begging me out on fucking slap him pretty soon. Let's let's, let's break this down. So you need need nine wins? Yeah. So you need five five more more wins, Mm -hmm. and they have uh, 11 games left? Correct. Yeah. So you don't even have to have a winning record the way out to, to still That's get that true, in. That is true, Brian. Okay. You're, you're right. You're definitely going to win the bet. You're, you're feeling good. It's not good. even close. Like, you guys have a pretty good, like... <laughs> He's coming around. I, no, well, no. I needed them to lose, like, the last three games when they mm. should have. Well, we'll see. Pretty You've got to play uh, Cleveland and uh, Baltimore on the road yet. Those yeah. will be tough games. I hate to say it, but... Whatever. Who cares? You know. Doesn't matter. I'll spot them those two. It's wow. fine. Wow. Yep. We still have the Colts. Mm-hmm. We still have. Uh, That's gonna be the game. Gonna lose. Jags next week. Yeah, the Jags is not gonna be a great game. But hey, we're coming off a, a big one. All right. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, as much as I would love to talk about this for the rest of the show, um, well, that's what we were doing. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lose everybody right out of the gate. <laughs> so uh, we have a fun show prepared for you guys today. We are gonna talk about the global poker uh, statement with regards to Project Baby and the recent allegations or accusations, I guess, of uh, him using Wizard in real time. Um, We're also going to get into uh, our weekend warrior picks towards the end so we can reserve a little bit more of this football talk for, uh, for that portion of the show. But before we get to all of that, there are some things to talk about when it comes to the referees. And this isn't going to take us back into football talk. It's not about blowing calls or anything along those lines. It's about swag, Conrad. You know, it's about going out there and living your best years of life. That's right. And just getting on the mic as much as you possibly can and say, first down. <laughs> we found a real gem here from what I can only imagine being the Whippeal in, uh, yeah. in PA. Upper St. Clair looks like. Yeah. I don't know who they're playing, but. Five-yard penalty, still first down. Defense, number six, 15-yard penalty, the result, first down. Face mask, defense, that penalty be assessed on the kickoff. The extra point is good, still first down. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot, result of the play will be a first down. Replay first down. 15 yards from the end of the line. That can't be real. First down. Personal foul, defense, number 58. 15 yards from the end of the run, result, first down. Five-yard penalty, still first down. Replay first stop. Oh, that's real. If you don't think this is how everybody back home speaks. Spend a week in Pittsburgh. You're wrong. I'm so upset that I don't have this Yinzer accent. I I have like hints of it, but I've lost it for sure since Mm -hmm. I moved out here. I've heard nothing like that. Still got it a little bit. You you definitely do. First Uh, stop. And yeah, (laughs) I I can't even. The thing is, I can't even mock it Uh. all that well. Which is especially frustrating to me. It's like oh, it's yeah. one thing if uh, you know you lose it over time, but the fact that I can't even tap back into my Yinzer roots. I think if you spent like a week back in Pittsburgh and just were surrounded by them, you, you could surrounded by them. Yeah, Maybe you could do. It. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I just don't hear it in myself either. Well, my nephew comes to visit. It's so thick. Yeah, I'm just like, can you just say down? Down. <laughs> we just turn everything into one syllable. It's yeah. it's the way we go. But yeah, that that is a thing of beauty. Uh, I. I, I'm sorry to everybody who doesn't get to experience that on a regular basis. Like, there's just nothing better than a room full of people shouting as loud as they possibly can 
Here we go, Steelers, with that thick Yinzer accent. I mean, Just there's no way thing. McAfee didn't put this on their show, right? That was Tone Diggs, uh, the, his resident Steeler mm -hmm. fan that, that retweeted it. Right. Yeah, of course. I mean, how could, how could it not make How could show? you not put first down? It's, it's just too good. Where's man. Fremont Street? Down, down. <laughs> <laughs> the DVE morning show is just, uh, I'm sure it's, it's <laughs> not, not Don. Don. That's what, you <laughs> that's what it sounds like. That's what mm -hmm. you use to wash your dishes. Yeah, he you wash your dishes oh, with Don soap. You mean uh, dishes <laughs> needs washed. Whooshed. When you're when your when your dishes need washed, washed or washed, depending worst. on where you're mm -hmm. where you're from. If you're from the East yeah. Brady Catanning area, it's mm -hmm. washed. This all sounds like Midwest nonsense to me. Thank uh, you, oh, Landon. I'm this glad you brought that up. Midwest we nonsense. Almost, we almost lost this bit, and now I'm going to put a lot of pressure on Goppa because he has to go back to uh, maybe Friday's run of show. But uh, <laughs> there was a there was a map. There was a map that came out that challenges the Connie Dixon line. Oh. Nobody challenges the Connie Dixon line. Um, if I, I'm gonna, it's a race for me to find it before. There is Guapa. no challenge of the Connie, Connie Dixon line. The Connie Dixon line was drawn by Connie Dixon. <laughs> you, you <laughs> last, I am fucking Connie Dixon. Your last name is Dixon. It is today. Not. It is Connie Simpson Dixon. When when did you become uh, a Dixon? <laughs> you little Dixon. <laughs> you little Dixon. Listen. I'm listening. Listen, Dixon. You are part of the fucking Midwest, and there's no lines that you could show me on any fucking little scribble scrabble fucking map. I'm sorry. Little <laughs> little what? There's scribble, no doubt scrabble, about scrabble. it. There you go. You're getting you're getting it. Okay, yeah. I found the link. Guapa, I got you incoming. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out. Shout out to Nikki for uh, the runs of shows, so I can mm -hmm. go back. Okay. So here, Conrad, we're going to educate you a little bit because this is an educational podcast. Exactly. It, it's, it's meant for humor, but it's mm -hmm. also meant to enlighten. We're here to inform. We are going to enlighten you a little bit. Ah. Uh, here is the Midwest Review. Now, I understand that Connie Dixon is an authority in and of himself, but it's tough to challenge the Midwest Review on what is the Midwest. It is tough to challenge 1.1 million views. The results are in, Conrad. That is, those are no results of nothing. These are the people who believe that they live in the Midwest. Nine Only 9% of Pennsylvania believes that they live in the Midwest. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to live in the Midwest. <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to want to believe. Look at the copium that you guys are doing going through right now. This is a fucking ridiculous. This is the worst fucking shit I've ever seen. Why? Get this thing off Why would you not want to live yeah, in the Midwest? Why? why, Conrad? Why would you not want to I mean, live in the Midwest? I mean, is it because Ohio is in the Midwest? I can understand that. Yeah, nobody wants to be in Ohio, but you know, you could just isolate that. Why, Conrad? Yeah. Why? Why? Why to these yeah. wonderful what? folks right. from the flyover states who are watching us yeah. right now? Why would you not want to live there? You just called them the flyover states. Right. Now you're asking me why? Well, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> you got a problem with Wyoming? Yeah. Wait what, a minute. Nebraska? Wait a minute. What's I, your issue with I, Nebraska? I have a question. I have a the question. Dakotas? There's two of them. The 3.3% of people in Iowa that don't believe they live in the Midwest. <laughs> How, got, what more Midwest can you get? We got some Smack questions for you. in the middle of the Midwest. Res respect for just being able to look at that and know that's Iowa. That would have taken me a, a, a bit of some time. I would have had mm. to figure out all the states around it first. I, I know think. my puzzles. I respect that. <laughs> Uh, have you ever done the the name the fifty states game? Yeah, uh, I've done it. It's in, it felt like the f episode of Friends where Ross is like Ohio. Is it's it? like you said that twice. This is where you have to you just name them. You don't like yeah. have a map and write it down, but yeah, oh, yeah. You just it, name them. I mean, you, w with a map, obviously it's easier, right? Uh, but yeah, if you just name them, it, yeah, it's hard because you you're gonna miss some. Yeah, the cheat code is knowing the song. Uh, knowing the song, knowing the alphabetical order. Yeah, unfortunately, right. I think I lose the song at. 
Indiana. Yeah, I don't know what comes after that verse. <laughs> Hi, bro. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Wasn't Connecticut, there like a... Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. And then... Where is this from? J.K. The Midwest. So then, Kentucky, <laughs> then I guess Kentucky comes into play. I'm not that too sure. Uh, pick a state. I can tell you which one it is. Oh. Well, I'm pretty good at, uh, at that Illinois, game Illinois is well. the big square one. That one's Indiana. Illinois is no, that Illinois, one. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, that wait one, right, wait, right. That Illinois, one, Illinois is next to Indiana. That one's Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, wait, right. That one's Ohio. That one's Pennsylvania. Oh, sorry, sorry, left. I, I'm an idiot. I'm looking that's at this. Iowa. That's Meeting Iowa. left. That's, uh, now right. That's Missouri. Missouri. That's Indiana. No, that's Illinois. That's, that's, that's Illinois. Illinois. Indiana's yeah. next to it. Yep. Indiana's next to it. Okay, for real right this time. That's West Virginia. West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York. Right. Small one. Right. Down. 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 That's Massachusetts. Down. No, right. Oh, yeah. Connecticut. That's, that's Connecticut. That's, that's New York, no? That's oh my God. Oh, thank you, Guapo, for pulling this up. And this is the guy that says no, he doesn't so live in the Midwest. More, down one Can't more even do What are you talking about? How about the big that's state New right Jersey. there? Oh, it's the one above us? Yeah, you're New York right. is it's the, the fucking... Us. That's New York. Yeah, that's it. Wait, oh, you didn't know what one was? Oh my God. I don't know why that was smaller. Somebody said how... Left, Guapo left. That one. Are you sure? Yeah, Hawaii's off the map. Can you hear me now? Actually, Wait, are we really doing this for 50 states? Hawaii's no. off the map. Wait, we need Berkey to do this right, for 50 bottom states right, now right, that he just right, did bottom that. Left, bottom left, bottom left. Why, do, why am I not getting my left and right correct? Can guys. You, can you find Kansas, Berkey? Okay, we're going to let we're gonna let Matt play. Yeah, you guys can't answer this. Now we have a whole segment oh. about where the states are with Berkey. <laughs> yeah. This is okay, amazing. Alabama is two to the left of Georgia. Uh, so one more, I think. No, that's that's oh, wrong. Way. Nope. To the that's yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. That's wrong. You're not supposed yeah. to do this. Wait, wait so right. Alabama, click Alabama's, and get the X. Wait, Alabama's right then? That one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Louisiana's <laughs> right below it. No, that's Florida. That's Florida. <laughs> no, that's Florida. It's it's uh It's the one that looks like an owl. No, he knew this one. Yeah, he knew this one. He knew this I knew one. that one. It's on the golf. He knew You're this on one. the golf. I've flown there before. Up uh, these these ones I'm terrible at. Up, he, up, up. <laughs> you don't know up, these? He's up. obviously oh, not guys, from the northeast. I can't hear if Go all the way to Maine. That's the one he wants you to now click down, on. Down one. There. <laughs> no, that's No, that's Vermont. God, no, that's okay. not Vermont. It's New Hampshire. Vermont. It's New Hampshire. It's okay, one down one more then. There you go. Down. Uh, I love that one. every moment of this. Yeah. That's I know this one from trains. Yeah. Uh, that one. Big <laughs> square. No, left. There. No, that's Colorado. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. There. there you go. I knew it was close. Yeah. This oh, is fuck. Why never got it? Up, up. Uh, right. Yeah. No, that's that, Nebraska. That's Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska's that far north? Uh, Guys. Wow. You shouldn't tell them where it is if we're going through it. I'm oh terrible at geography. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not great. torture the audience anymore with this. Oh my oh, god. I'm sure they're I'm loving it. They probably this are. This is a huge blind spot of mine. Okay, yeah. go back. Go you think, back. You think uh, this I'm is bad? Gonna, I can't give... believe you didn't know where the fuck New York was. No, I knew <laughs> where New York was. Okay, Brian, we're just going to go on our phones and wait. Okay, up. <laughs> there. Oh. Up one more. No. <laughs> oh, if you get too wrong, it tells you where it is. Good. Oh, I would have thought that. There you go, Arkansas. Uh, down, right, down. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like that one. All right, Kentucky's next to Ohio. Oh, uh, right there. No, wait. Yeah, that one. Kentucky's that's, that's next right. to Ohio. This is fucking. It does. News. It borders Cincinnati. Yeah, it's it does. It's right Ohio. there. Uh, that's right. Right below Pennsylvania. 
uh, to the right. Tiny one. Uh, yep, yep, yep. There you go. Uh, then Rhode Island <laughs> is up. We really have to up. work on our state there you go. shape creation. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's Connecticut. It's a super small one. Up. Oh, no, wait. Uh, maybe it's the... No, that's New Jersey. This is too good. Uh, is it below Delaware? <laughs> it's not this below Delaware, Rhode Island right? Below Delaware. It's not that small one, is it? No, that's that's Maryland. <laughs> oh my God! It's above Long Island to the right of Connecticut. Oh, okay. Wow, it's that big. It's right under Massachusetts. See where Connecticut is? No, Mark? it's that yeah. little. Okay, sliver. it's yeah, it's 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 to the right of Connecticut. <laughs> right, oh, the small thing. There you go. Oh, I can't even see that line. Oh, blame blindness. Right. That's not my fault. <laughs> Arizona down. Uh, wait, where's Nevada? Yeah, that. Wait, no, no, no. Down, left. There you go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I don't know the fucking Northeast. You know why? Because you are not, up. You oh, are not from, from the Northeast. Up. And this is why. It's one of these two. Yep. <laughs> left. Right, right. Yeah. The trick is well, you know what the other one is? Uh, Minnesota up, That's, right above Illinois. Oh. Just let him keep going. Let him go Illinois. Over, 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 over. Yeah. No, that's Wisconsin. That's Wisconsin. Fuck. God, this is so Wait, good. Isn't that Michigan to the right? Yes. Okay. Which so is bordered by Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. Or across Where, the lake. Where's from? left? Oh, there's one above it. No, that's all Mi Michigan. Bro, that's lakes. Yeah, that's Michigan. That's Where's, Michigan. Where the fuck's Minnesota? <laughs> is it to the left of Wisconsin? Oh, my God. Yeah, there. That's to the right. Oh, that's to the left. That's yeah. To the no, left, that's to the, to the left. I can't. Everything I don't know my right. See, oh, you right. get left and right. Let's get out of this. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've had enough. You think this is bad? You should give me a, a world map. Oh, I, my God. But this, all, I, continents are as far as I can go. If you start to get down to the country I, level, I'm fucked. Pull up Africa. We need to play GeoGuessr. <laughs> I'll just guess Chad for everything. I'm just glad that we had that right after you claimed that you were from the northeast it's i am true. from the northeast no no my no. friend you're not i just know the lower left hand corner of the northeast if you were from the northeast you would know the states of the northeast the no little, i wouldn't because i just hate them all they're all lumped into new england the little no. the, the little hack for knowing uh which one is vermont and which one is new uh new hampshire is vermont is shaped like a v mm. mm -hmm. see this is a clear, from. this is a clear <laughs> testament to uh, how poor the education system is where uh, we grew up. How yeah. have they failed you so? Oh, you have no idea. I might have looked at a, I might have looked at a United States map twice in my that life. That was actually one of the most no shocking way. things I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I'm terrible at it. You have like the recognition of the states like maybe worse than a second I grader. Think I think. <laughs> That's I'm probably like you, true. I'm like you, Landon. I, I'm I'm very confident I could get everyone right. I, I think I would like have map. a better shot at getting. Yeah, put the map back. Yes. I think I would have a better shot. <laughs> this at is getting... my drugs, Matt. Where's Utah? Where's Utah, Matt? Uh, Utah borders the uh, left. Yeah, there. No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> we already established that. Don't you know that? Oh shit! Shit! Nevada's two over. Sorry. Say, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. This is my favorite thing to do on the podcast. North Carolina. Where is it? These lines are not very Where clear. Where is it? Drawn. Yes, they are. Where is it? You're, uh, right, 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 right. Why are we doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so good. Right, uh, right. It wouldn't be good okay. if you were better at this. I think, wait, Georgia, South Carolina, down one. There you go. Good job. Yay. Congrats. Mississippi is the one. <laughs> oh, which one no, is it? No, left. Left, yeah. There you go. Man. Maryland, we already got right below PA. You did God, get we would have had so much fun down, if you guys down, didn't down, tell down, them down, which down. one, like, For what it's worth, Alabama was. It gets easier and easier, or, obviously. Left. Yeah, no, of course.
as oh wait you, that's as it you, that's it yeah that's correct it. see they should they should uh yeah the one above yeah up a whole way up wait yeah there you they go. should keep it blank the whole Down. time Biggest yeah one. There i agree <laughs> matt knows texas yeah no that's mexico <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> oh yeah. no I've had enough. Uh, <laughs> See, Ohio, right. Indiana borders Ohio. Yeah, they, it got too easy. It got yeah, too easy. We'll do this again another day. Yeah, we'll come back we'll, in a week. We'll, we'll give yeah. him a pop-up quiz. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Tune in. Tune in. I love how Conrad's laughing. Like, because if he's so fucking confident, I think he can get can do this. We can do this mm -hmm. again from start, buddy. Yep. Run that shit. We're doing the Canadian provinces tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know any of those, but the Not United States map, I would get at least. 49 geography Correct. without a shadow of a doubt is by far my biggest blind spot like to the nth degree i can't even put oh, into words we know how bad it is no but i mean like <laughs> i mean we if, if, if we started <laughs> if we started to go like world geography it gets mm -hmm. even worse <laughs> like where is like where is uh england there there are for sure there are for sure islands in like uh like southeast asia that if I hadn't already like made the mistake and been corrected, I would have just guessed we're in South America. For what it's worth, I think wow. most Americans are bad at world geography because yeah, we it's just, not just we yeah. don't, like study outside. Of yeah, it. but like most people are bad at uh, you know being able to name a capital or mm -hmm. uh, you know being familiar with a country in Africa. Do you know capitals of the states? <laughs> no of chance. the states, I think I would do better with capitals than I would Pictures actually of where they are actually mm -hmm. picking out the states geographically. I, yeah. I, that seems much capitals. harder. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just memorization. What's the, this the, is visual. What's the capital of Wyoming? Well, why did you want to start with the most <laughs> fucking obscure <laughs> one? On the, you know how many people know the capital of Wyoming? Brian knows it. The 12 people that live there. Yeah, Brian, you know it. The capital of Wyoming is... Um, I don't think I can name a city in Wyoming. Oh, well, you can, you Jackson oh. Hole. I might not know that. Cheyenne. I'm not... I'm not... I oh, will admit that I'm... going to guess Jackson Hole then. I'm not good at... Uh, Oh, Annapolis, this is the is, Annapolis is Maryland. I'm not good at the capitals. This, the, you could speed run this one. Annapolis is Maryland. Correct. All right. That's not Maryland. Okay, now who has the problem? It's Guapo. <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where Maryland is. I'm just going to tell Bismarck is Idaho. No. No. Wait, Bismarck. I. Wait. No. I don't know then. It's uh, North Dakota. Oh. Yep. Southern North Dakota or South Dakota? Yeah, let Guapo figure one. out where they are. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not so, he's not so fucking <laughs> sharp either, is he? Guapo, go to Montana, no. go to Montana, and go he, to the right. He doesn't know where that is, Landon. <laughs> oh, shit. We have a new segment, Matt versus Guapo. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Guapo's go been exposed. Go, I, I thought uh, he was fucking around for a second, then I realized. <laughs> <laughs> we found bro's blind spot, too. <laughs> Holy uh, moly, that's good. Uh, he, so he has an excuse. English is his second language. We created a new segment <laughs> yeah. for future. Next time, yeah. This is pretty great. All right. I enjoy I enjoyed as this As enjoyable as this has been, uh, let's, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> it is North Dakota. I was right. You uh, guys haven't I seen me in you, <laughs> I doubted me minimally. Apologies to our uh, Apple and Spotify listeners. <laughs>
Oh yes, yes. We have, we're having way too much fun with this. This, this. this probably might be enough to convert them to video, yeah. to video YouTube Corona. watchers. Listen, if you're listening, please just just go go to the YouTube channel uh, and just just watch it because it's it's fun. <laughs> For our audio listeners, we have pictures. Yes. <laughs> just Shut watch up. watch Berkey just get destroyed by the. Shout map. out to Jersey Joe. He goes Fifth Amendment, Burke. Fifth Amendment. <laughs> I think mm. the fifth. <laughs> That's a good one. What is the Ten Amendment? The first ten. I know the fifth. Uh, and I hope you know the first and the second. The second is the right to bear arms. No, first the, Amendment is freedom of speech. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd be really bad at Fourth this. Fourth is too. search and seizure. Correct. Uh, third is. Oh, yeah. third? I would never get this. Mm. Yeah. We talked about it. All, all you hear about is the second <laughs> amendment. You'll yeah. hear about the I third think one. Ninth is women's suffrage, right? Somewhere. 19th. Maybe 13th. 19th? I thought there was only 10. No, no, there's no, 27. Oh, commandments. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How about global poker, huh? Thou shalt have the right to bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not steal. <laughs> you know what the eighth one is? I think it's very fair. Uh, is that the one with housing soldiers? No, that's the third one, I think. Oh, okay. oh yeah, it might be right. That's yeah. the third one, yeah. It's cru no cruel and unusual punishment, punishment. Yeah. but like giving you pictures of America is clearly a cruel this and is unusual so punishment. Cruel and unusual. <laughs> oh my it god! It fits both boxes. Get me out of here! <laughs> Get me out of here! All right, last week episodes, uh, we had a couple episodes where we were updating everybody on the global poker, um, I guess community wide initiative against Project Baby, where. Uh, what started as dozens of hits turned into hundreds of hits uh, on... Why is that funny? It's just funny. It's, worse. I mean, it's just like, get off the site. Well, you know, whatever. It's not up to us. The thing is that I think is very important with this whole thing. It, it, the way the process works is it's not up to the community to uh, assume guilt or, you know, basically be the ones that are running the... Um, uh, I guess the oversight on the security. It's just up to us to run the fair play checks and alert sites to big red flags. Right. Project <laughs> Baby was a big red flag, okay? Um, and it got to the point where everybody in the pools of like 500 NL plus were hyper aware of this, it seemed, and collaborated. Uh, cor corroborated. Or, no, collaborated. <laughs> collaborated <laughs> together. Corroborated. <laughs> collaborated together to uh, run fair play checks mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, basically catch him as best they could or as best they could tell uh in real time this included um a video that was submitted to global that uh was basically running fair play check in real time now there were some inadequacies in in that video as well um where uh he wasn't i mean it was only a couple of hands and i i think that he probably submitted more to the site but i'm not positive uh but basically he was like waiting till the hand completed which then leaves the shadow of doubt that uh, Project Baby could have instantly looked the hand up after the fact, which apparently in Global's TO uh, terms of services is not illegal. Um, but I think, like, you know, universally we should just banish that as well. Like, I know on WSOP you're not allowed to use third party software. So, like, you're not allowed to be looking up spots on PO <laughs> if you're playing. Right. Even you, if you're retroactively looking you at You can't spot. even open. Correct. PO correct. It would WSOP open. Right. Correct. So I think it's yeah. very reasonable, even if it's not that easily policed, that we remove that uh, layer of, um, I guess, an alibi from all of this, and sites uniformly should just say like, you're not allowed to use these tools if you're 
actively in game. Right. The only fear in some regards is that the wizard esque is web browser based. Correct. It's it's not easily policed. Right. But with the fair play check, it at least takes away the excuse of oh well, I was studying a spot after the fact. It's like okay, well that's not allowed either. So right. we're just going <laughs> to put yeah. that under the umbrella of RTA. Yeah. Um. Fair. Like <clears throat> when you play, you play. When you study, you don't play. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, there were a few things that came out over the weekend uh, as far as updates to this go. One of which being a uh, DM that was shared uh, from Project Baby. Or I, I guess he wasn't the one who shared it. Sorry, let me rephrase. Uh, it was a DM between uh, a community member in Global and Project Baby. And basically the community member says the evidence was credible. Uh, Project Baby is the throw A account. Uh, he says, I wish it was, I wish I'd won up to a hundred or 200 K over the last couple months. Like they think, uh, the community member then says, has global contacted you? He says, no. Uh, then he says, I hope it's not true for everyone else's sake. Uh, he says, it's not, I study while I play. So that's probably why the hits came now. Uh, you know, we kind of already referenced this, but that's just kind of a convenient excuse in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things where, especially now that the timestamps are a lot more, nuanced and they go down to the second uh basically global can check this you know you, you can double check when a hand started and ended and when the uh the timestamp from the fair play check is overlapping so there's a lot of due diligence that we're expecting out of global here we're expecting them to um cross-reference the the um timestamps from the fair play check we're expecting them to cross-reference the actual in-game play according to the sims that were ran so the more the in-game play replicates the sims the more probable there is to be guilt um and then we're expecting them to do this for hundreds of spots that were called upon here and this is over the course of a few weeks so like the initial spots that were submitted so jeremiah spoke about this when he was on the podcast uh they had been submitting spots since fair play check came out so probably the first three days of spots being submitted were the old fair play check system where uh, the timestamps weren't uh, accurate down to the second, but only to the minute. The uh, formations, stack depths, play, uh, game type, all of that stuff was omitted from those fair play checks. So Global basically said, these are useless to us. And in their statement, uh, they said something to the effect of, uh, let's see, I have a highlighted version, but I'm struggling to read it. Let me make it bigger. It's on your monitor, Matt. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, so a lot basi basically, this is a lot of words, right? <laughs> I ain't reading all that. Happy uh, for you. And a lot of it is just kind of dismissive. So the first couple paragraphs are basically them just like putting out a, a PR statement where it's like, uh, I want to assure everybody that we, we believe these submissions to be in good faith and we want to uh, police our, our streets, yada, yada, yada. Um, where we start to get into the yellow highlighted bit uh, what we actually begin to talk about there are they say it seems it seems to us that the correlation between hits and specific accounts spurred a lot of chatter in a small group of regs which is a good thing and is how and it's how the issue was reported to us but then later it leaked uh, into the tables and once more uh, accurate timestamps have been implemented I don't know what that means and once, oh, and once more accurate timestamps have been implemented, it became clear that a significant portion of the report spots implicated other players or observers, not the accused player. 
this, of course, makes it difficult to attribute any value to even less accurate initial outputs of the Fair Play tool reported to us in early October. And therefore, we have to rely on the internally available data uh, as we would any other case that does not involve GTO wizard use. Uh, the process of investigating the allegations is the next paragraph. Um, it basically goes on to say, like, we're not going to revo- uh, reveal what our process is, but it speaks to those um, aspects of what they're doing behind the scenes that we expect of them. So uh, the data analysis includes everything from in-game decisions and frequencies uh, to the network and device information, recreating a timeline of events and evaluating uh, any anomaly scientifically in the context of uh, the global player pool. Um, as well as the game itself. Uh, and then the decision path and reproducing it by any knowledgeable uh, internal or external expert uh, at any point in the future. So it sounds as though, based off this statement, that Global is doing everything that we would hope that they would do uh, with regards to figuring out if Project Baby is uh, cheating or not. Um, what I think the community is... Uh, Paladin less is that their final conclusion is that everything is on the up and up and that these are all false positives based off of a lot of people observing his play and uh you know basically like fair play checking him a bunch which i mean i don't know i don't i don't see what they see uh if they claim that they've ran through his hands and compared it to the fair or sorry compared it to uh the gto wizard output and saw no correlation there then by all means project baby should be exonerated Mm -hmm. um but also i don't maybe maybe the onus isn't on them because we kind of just accept the fact that the majority of online sites aren't going to be uh very transparent with their security but it does seem like making those hand histories available for public scrutiny is imperative at this point. And I don't see the downside to that, right? If they have a hundred hits, let's I'm, I'm ballparking. It could be a hundred. It could be 10. It could be a thousand at this point. Who knows? But if they have a hundred hits, um, that people showed concern based off a of fair play check, uh, why not just publicly make those hand histories available for people to then go back and compare to wizard themselves because at this point now we're just trusting that there is absolutely no correlation between his gameplay and the sim output and i think that becomes tough to palette when a guy has many 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 dozens of positive hits on fair play that are just being kind of dismissed as he's looking them up after the fact yeah i don't know it seems pretty weird. Like if they, so you want them to, you're saying put in the, put out like the hands that have been checked, that they checked, that um, they've reviewed or like his, the full database. Man, it's so. Well, I don't think leaking a full database on a single player is, is really a great idea <laughs> no. uh, just for mass data right. purposes. But it does seem like, you know, they could put out like a hundred hands. You know, that's, that's not. Uh, a, a very substantial sample size as far as like picking up on a strategy of a person. Yeah. But if, we, if we're able to look and analyze 100 hand histories and just upload them to Wizard, right? Or even do that. Just It, it says that they're in touch with Wizard, right? So even just doing something like that where they upload 
whatever hands are being scrutinized based off of being flagged for fair play check or even just you know a week's worth of project baby's hands and they just release the gto wizard uh output of it right yeah. which would just be like he operated at x percent accuracy uh you know yada 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 that sounds like a way better idea yeah something like yeah. that would i think call off the hounds i wonder how much goes into it though because like um i wonder if it's like you have to check if you can just upload the hand histories and see like what percentage of corrections you definitely history. can on wizard so if, you okay. can upload your entire pt4 to wizard okay so and it'll tell you just like you know within uh yeah, it'll say like how good you are <laughs> yeah basically it'll just tell you like how much ev you're losing okay because like doing a week of it you know he might not have been cheating there in that week or something well like i'm that. saying a week where uh where people or were they, flagging or the hits yeah, yeah, were coming yeah. in yeah, yeah, right. yeah because now it seems as though the hits have disappeared and everybody's kind of commenting that he's playing differently i ran his hands for a couple episodes that i've been sitting here mm -hmm. and he wasn't doing anything yeah, so, you know, maybe he stopped studying after a hand, or maybe he just stopped, uh, kind of got away with one and just stopped cheating altogether, whatever. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he never was. But I guess my point is is that this kind of leaves the door open for people to question uh, <clears throat> both Global's integrity and methodology, as well as whether or not uh, Project Baby has gotten away with one. Yeah, that's kind of what I suggested. Like, when, when they first... We started talking about like, well, people could just, you know, if they didn't want someone in the pool. They could just be running, uh, you know, the hands while like observing the per person playing and then watch and then watching their hands and then running them and then being like, look, this guy's looking up all these hands. But then if you take all those hands, put them in GTO wizard and you see that they're not, you know, it's not very accurate or they're not playing uh, the way they the way that GTO wizard is telling them to play, then. They're probably not cheating. It's so weird in the sense of it, if someone was to do something along those lines, then looks at what a solve is and then chooses the, uh, call it incorrect size, where it's like, oh, they're not actually cheating. They're right. choosing a size that's losing EV, yeah. but it doesn't look like they're cheating, but they still could be cheating. So now is that in between as well? But why would you, so you're saying they're like throwing off false... Yeah, I, I don't just, think I don't think you would register as like if you chose custom size, um, and I'm not sure, so I'm speculating here. I I haven't I haven't fucked around with uh, GTO Wizard yet fuck around enough. To find out. Um, but I don't think if you chose like custom size, like say uh, say it the the wizard chooses two sizes of pot or uh, B40. And you edit one, and you and you choose like B66 with a hand that falls into the bucket of either pot or, or B40, I don't think you're going to get a, a negative EV score. I could be wrong, but... Um, I'm just saying if you're looking at a database that has two sizes, and then you, instead of taking a hand that will mix between, call it the big size or check, because sometimes you'll have those mixes, mm -hmm. you just bucket into a smaller size where it looks like you're just making an error. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't mm -hmm. think it's going to register as an error. Because I don't, I don't think that there's going to be... Uh, significant EV loss by choosing small size, sm like slightly smaller size. Like pot versus pot and a half? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't think the EV difference would be enough. Uh, and choose? I'm basing this also off of a, a video I recently watched uh, by, is his name Carrot? Um, I think his last name is Clark. Uh, he's Peter, like Peter yeah, Clark. Peter Clark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just did a video where he's basically saying that um, you know, GTO Wizard doesn't quote unquote really measure true, G true GTO because he can like dig through a nuanced spot and show like uh, a hand like queen four suited betting 70% of the time and checking 30%. Uh, 
but when you dig down to the actual suits, uh, like Queen 4 with no backdoor, that's 100% of the time. Yeah. And then the other three mix. However, the EV difference between uh, betting 100% of the time with this candidate versus uh, checking it some of the time right, suit is like 0. 0.003, Low. which isn't substantial enough to register on Wizard, um, which then leads to it basically giving you a perfect score in spite of the fact that you chose a pure candidate to mix with. Right, like the blunder error is like 0. 0.05. Yeah, the, thre uh, the threshold is, uh, right. is, so, is high enough where like this just won't register. And I imagine that that would be something that would happen similarly to if your sizings are just like custom and, and off. If the fear is if somebody has a vendetta and just runs somebody's hands on the, on the outside spectating the, the table and then it's like, oh, spot found, spot found. And then if someone plays good poker, it looks like they could be cheating. Well, I guess that's my point, though, is we know what good poker, we know what the threshold of good poker is. Yeah. And it's going to be somewhere in that like 93-ish percentile uh, when measured up against the wizard over any reasonable sample. If you take 100 hands, and I know that's not that substantial of a sample, but if you take 100 hands uh, that well, were flagged... 100, like, flop hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you take 100 hands that were flagged, and you see somebody's in, like, the 98th or 99th percentile, yes. they're, they're almost certainly just, like, replicating that's how they the cheat. Sim. That's how they cheat, in, like, they catch cheaters in chess. Yeah. Is someone just playing way too far above the rim that it's mm -hmm. not even, like... Yeah, like, e even if it's over a small sample, you're just not going to find... It can only be engine. Yeah, you're just not going to find a human who can replicate uh, GTO yeah. perfectly... Even over like a, a relatively small sample. Yeah, like if you played against GTO Wizard like trainer, um, and play a hundred hands, the likelihood that you get like a hundred out of a hundred, or is even ninety, even ninety. Like I was talking with Espen about, it. he's like, I've never gotten a ninety, like a ninety-four percent plus playing a spot for a hundred hands. Like right. a hundred hand sample, I just getting ninety-four is insanely hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. now you have to do that in Especially game. to the river, right. Right, to the river. Like, yeah. hand played through completion, you've had, call it, 250 moves within a 100-hand sample, and you were running at 94%. Yeah. You're, yeah. You so, shouldn't be playing fucking 200 and out. The, the <laughs> ultimate takeaway here is, I think, that, I think that the process is working. I think that we as a community are just, like, upset with the messaging. Uh, this long wall of text isn't as good as just giving us a report. Right, and maybe it's not up to the uh, operators to have the onus to give us that report. Like maybe they just don't give a shit. But I do think that it's probably going to hurt their consumer uh, confidence if they don't put something like that out. I mean, they're going to have to give a shit. They're going to have no choice. Yeah, I, I mean, mean if... PR is tricky, man. Like most of PR is keeping your customers in the dark. So I understand that, but like if nothing comes of this year, right, and a lot of traffic will go down whatever maybe more. and then like let's just say it comes up again yeah like it just gonna be a re like a rinse and repeat cycle yeah i think the scary thing is mostly that uh fair play we're really handcuffed with only having the fair play check tool at our availability because it only catches the lowest hanging fruit it's mm -hmm. just the laziest cheater and yeah. i think that that's kind of like the biggest uh eye-opener for everybody involved is that they begin to understand that Anybody could have a database of solves created pretty cheaply and just housed on their machine, on a separate machine, uh, however they choose to do it. And RTAing in real time utilizing that database is not a problem. Like, it's just fundamentally not hard. What Fedor Cruz was doing two years ago was thought to be a relatively sophisticated setup uh, in order to RTA. And now, two years later, with the advancements that we've had techno uh, technologically speaking, 
this is, you know, for dummies. Like, this is RTAing one-on-one for dummies. Yeah. Uh, the, the more difficult aspect actually would be, like, not getting caught, I think. And maybe that's not even that tough because it doesn't sound like this aspect of security is being highly scrutinized. But I don't know. I don't know. The discussion will rage on, uh, and I'm sure we'll continue to have conversations about this. I'd love to speak to somebody on the operator side at some point or the security side of any operator that is willing to come and have uh, kind of a tough convo. Um, I've reached out to a few. I, I just don't know that that's ever going to happen. Um, but fingers crossed, because like right now, I do think that we're, we're moving very hard against uh, a lot of confidence in putting money online. And in the past, the only reason why we were afraid to put money online was because we were afraid that it might get seized or that a company might go belly up and we would never see it. We didn't want to relive Black Friday, right? Now we're afraid that you just are, cheated. You just can't win. Right. Yeah, nobody wants to put money into right. something where they legitimately cannot win. Yeah, there's yeah. the difference between losing it all from something you can't control versus uh, cheating when you can just not play. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, not playing, finding other options, finding live options. Uh, it, it is a real alternative. And this is good for you, man. More live cash. Maybe. Uh, I mean, it, it's not going to impact me much. No. Um, but it's good for people who are investing in a live career that are trying to come through the mid stakes. There's definitely a lot of money in the live streets. There are. Like there you can, I, I think you can like, if you are winning at two five, it's probably possible to make over 60 K a year. If you grind a lot, but you have to play a lot. Yeah. And you have to have sure. the win rate. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think like 50, 60 K has always been a relatively reasonable baseline like staple. Yeah. For winners in, uh, call it the two five pool plus. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's that represents the top end. No. Like I think that there are probably people capable of making 100k at 2.5, um, but they're also going to be like smart about it, taking shots at 5.10 when they have the chance, playing high EV spots, average stake being 2.5, playing a lot, putting in volume, yeah. and then like yeah, you really of, have to view it that way, similar to like MTTs, like ABI yeah. 500, but like you're playing a good soft 3k whenever it comes about. Yeah, you know? like end of the day, game selection is probably one of the lowest valued skills in poker that yields the highest win rate. Yeah. You play in a 510 game it. versus a lot of people that are probably not beating 1 2 where they respect your raises. It's better than I don't know if they respect <laughs> them, they just call them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um but yeah, like and same thing, like I think that there are probably a fair amount of winners at 510 that make 50k, but uh some can make they, 200. Yeah, they're not even close to representing the high end. Yeah. People that are really talented that are capable of finding deeper games be it texas or uncapped games elsewhere yeah. um you know the the ceiling is nowhere near as low as right. it may appear i think this. most people kind of think that the million dollars a year mark is very rare these days like, it's not that it's rare it's just what you, it's way more representative of what used to be just getting your toes into the high high stakes realm. This I think. is like the ceiling esque. I wouldn't say necessarily ceiling, but it's you're in you're in rare air once you start making a million a year. Yeah, there's very, very few. Where like I can remember uh when Mercier was like at his peak, he went seven or eight years in a row cashing over a million, and I think the majority of those were close to like over two million. And this is pre high rollers. Yeah, right? this is like playing 1Ks and 5Ks. Yeah, the I mean, his average uh, buy-ins for the year was probably... 3,500? Well, I'm not saying ABI per event, but I'm saying like uh, his total buy-ins oh, right. for the year was probably like a half a million. Maybe, maybe you a think million. he just had probably somewhere at least 100% ROI? 
Yeah, I think it was probably pretty close. Maybe even slightly higher, considering you're looking at a small sample. I remember when D-Negs, you know, he would fire everything. We're talking, like, the mid-2010s. Um, Look, he, he cut his bro, hair. that's impressive. Like, 20 million uh, and your biggest score is 1.6? Like, that? Mm -hmm. that's fucking... That's, yeah, it's really good. He looks a lot better being bald. Yeah, he looks good there, cuts. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I remember when D-Negs, who, like, literally fired everything, uh, he always shows his stats. And there was a point in, like, the mid-2000s where on average per year he was only buying in for like a million dollars and you know he's ripping off like a couple million in return so that was the upper echelon back then you know like uh and that was just tournaments which didn't go nearly as high as cash games mm -hmm. you had guys like robo that were traveling to macau and they were <clears throat> battling in these wild hong kong games where uh you know they're playing like 10k 20k hong kong which is like 1k 2k or like uh, maybe 1500 3k big games uh usd um and then they even got bigger from there so you know the idea of being able to make 10 million in profit wasn't that unheard of pre-black friday into that first five or six years post but let's call it pre-solver yeah, right, the, the pre-solver era wasn't that unheard of mm -hmm. to be in the upper echelon of poker, making ten million a year. The amount of people that make ten million dollars a year playing poker alone, like n not the crypto or like the backing yeah. or like the other stuff that could potentially Just go right or wrong. Just straight from winning poker. Straight from winning poker needs to be probably like very like under twenty-five. It, wait, way under. It, yeah. It's almost. I was being generous. Yeah, it's yeah. almost non-existent now. If we assume, uh, if if we if we remove the high stakes private. No, if we just correct it for the pieces that they have, right? So there are plenty of guys who are cashing. I mean, we see somebody go on a rip every year where they cash for fifteen million. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when you attribute their buy-ins and the fact, passing. yeah, uh, who actually might have all of himself probably did. Um, Sports cards. But even still, when you attribute his buy-ins. Uh, he's going to have a fantastic year that's probably going to be somewhere around like plus three and a half, yeah. plus four million. Not to Ben Wang. <laughs> yeah. Now, ben, ben is a little bit different because he's playing a lot lower buy-ins. Yeah. So he had, what, a $5 million year this More, year? More, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I thought crazy. he was $7 million total, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, You're so that's right. over like the last two years. So about mm -hmm. $5 million in cashes. Could just win the WPT championship. <laughs> right. He's playing 5Ks, 10K here yeah. and there. He probably has like... Two five at three, the South Point. He probably K's. has like a million in buy-ins, maybe a little bit more, but probably not. So yeah, he's probably going to have like a $4 million. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you score for 2.2, like when one score represents a third of your all, overall caches, that's going to be a lot of fucking profit. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't like it was a 100K buy-in where he, mm -hmm. he won 2.2. It was a 10K. Right. So that's, you know, just a lot of fucking buy-ins. Yeah. But my whole point that I'm trying to reframe is that that, that, that million-dollar in earnings in a year now is the upper echelon. Where before, it was just like a, a mid-stakes guy could peek out at that. You yeah. know, you could just have a wild rip playing an ABI of like 1K or 1,500 and just win the fucking monster stack, mm -hmm. win the Colossus, win you know, whatever. Yeah, there was like so many opportunities, and there still are. There are still infinite opportunities, but there are way more outliers now. Yeah, or way fewer outliers. I mean, sorry. there's a lot of people that are not a lot. Like just out of the amount of people that play poker, there's gonna be very, very few that can make a million dollars in a year. Right. Few and far between. Yeah. Like most people that play MTTs and ABI, like call it one K are probably lucky if they can make 50k in a year yeah but the i think the 100k a year to a million a year dream is still very 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 much alive especially in the live realm yeah but uh, online is dying yeah for sure like online probably even four years ago like uh marinelli 
uh, from yeah. Detox was playing 1020 on Ignition and he had caught six figure months and things on those lines where now it's like a lot tougher because who knows in the sense of the game integrity of the pool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like ignition has its own uphill battles a currently. Lot of, a lot of fear FC. And there's not much communication between them in the community. So, um, no. yeah, I, I mean, you know, options are becoming more and more limited, uh, when it comes to online, which is how to learn live cash. Well, it's kind of ironic because the biggest draw to online was the plethora of opportunities. You know, it was convenient. You had dozens of sites to choose from. They each had their own uh, perks. Mm. Uh, you could be playing cash and tournaments at the same time. Like, there there was a lot of draw to just being able to put in massive amounts I of I heard volume. people way back when used to kind of be like bonus whores. Yeah. And like, you just yeah, found absolutely. different spots and deposit mm -hmm. bonuses and you yeah. can make call it a bunch of money for doing effectively nothing. Yeah. Well, They're, people kind of do that now live, right? They, 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 play all the promotional places and right well like, they're just trying to clean up on yeah. stupid people right because the actual bonus isn't the ev i mean i'm sure that at some point it gets high enough where like the bad beat jackpot uh yields ev to anybody <clears throat> who's playing mm -hmm. but in general you're just trying to capture the crowd that will chase that type of shit mm. and you're just trying to pick up on free money from people who are otherwise losing if it weren't for the bad beat jackpot right yeah. you're not really you don't go to because it hurts your win rate you don't play the back beat jackpot to, w to win the bad beat right it, it, it no but it just I, additionally I, no, hurts but your i mean win rate. like different promotional places where they they literally pay you to play like mm, at south point like, like an like, hourly or whatever yeah yeah like the like during the, the south point promotion you'll you get I mean, the more hours you play the more they'll give you per hour you get a decent bit of cost to eight dollars an hour i think uh i do yeah yeah but that's not that's not normal. that's not common yeah i mean they they really take care of us like yeah the the mgm properties like really really take care of the high stakes players yeah shout out to mgm it's crazy because now online is just like this this wasteland where it feels like there's more opportunities live and by more opportunities you play a good two five and maybe a five ten pops up yeah i mean i think that that's your lens because you only came through one uh one arena to begin with like for the rest of us like live has just always been a no-brainer mm -hmm. uh but it's slow and there's a big trade-off right it is very slow um it's very slow tough to get volume in a lot of variance uh very high standard deviations so you know you you suffer a lot in rank uh, is high for playing smaller yeah. stakes you, suffer you definitely suffer a lot you suffer differently you suffer differently <laughs> yeah right because online like you're playing versus i mean call it my landscape like you're playing versus tougher people you could still win but now there's like the black cloud um, so much more is known about the online win rates now right it's just like and they just keep getting smaller so much smaller like it's sad to think about somebody who's grinding like abi of like 30 dollars and they're grinding it out for 20 percent roi right it's like yeah. sure maybe they can play thousands of games a year sure but yeah but, but that feels gonna, bad that's gonna get you to maybe 100 to 250k worth of volume where yeah. if you're, you're lucky like making, you're making 70k yeah it's making the way, like, six dollars per tournament you right. play. right it's, it's, it's like it's the way yeah. sit and go grinders used to be when we were mm -hmm. first coming up yeah and that just, just never seemed attractive to me it was just a numbers game at that yeah. point right you play a hundred of them in a day you make 600 bucks well, we also just saw a lot of there were a lot of heads up sit and go grinders was there tons wow there yeah were just tons mm -hmm. and they all the best of the best the olivia biscays the the john fords the uh i have taris the guys who were like in that arena the vast majority of them just like disappeared not even that they're out of poker or they're not they're, that they're not successful but just that that was so unsustainable the win rate was so low like uh jonathan jaffe like he graduated to mtts and he's very elite and plays uh high rollers and stuff like that but like 
Olivier is a huge pivot away, right? At one point he was playing high rollers. Now he just like is the biggest online grinder that the New Jersey pool sees. Like he he's very disciplined. He puts in his regiment uh, and he's, he's in those streets. Kind of the same thing with Greggy. Um, Greggy was always an online guy. But uh, as he's the on Lance, he, he was. He, I don't think he really grinds as much he's anymore. Very rarely. Uh, I think he transitioned the other way, where now he's like more in the private sector, playing a lot of games on the East Coast. Uh, you know, just doing what he loves at way, way, way lesser scale. And that's kind of the notion of making it in this industry is scaling up so that at some point you can uh, you can let your foot off the gas and just like acquire a bunch of time back. Yeah, like I realized that the mm-hmm. skills that got me to this point are not the same skills that are going to keep me around. Yeah. You know, like when you need to play a lot more, you're going to play a lot more. But then once you get some form of comfortability, playing is still important. But if you have other things in your life besides just poker, yeah. you have to find time elsewhere. Unfortunately for you, you've uh, you figured it out before you started playing a lot. I know. <laughs> you got to actually play a lot gotta, first. Play you a lot, have to acquire wealth. Play a lot or right. fucking drill off some tournaments, goddamn. I it. mean, you just have to acquire wealth. Like yeah. that the the big thing is is like no matter how good of a worldview you have and how how good you are with prioritizing other aspects of life, if you don't actually acquire wealth, you never actually acquire independence. <laughs> yeah. Where is your money? <laughs> right. Like you don't get to take time back yeah. if you don't have money to exchange for it. Fucking solvers and IOUs, man. Yep. A lot. A lot of IOUs. I'm a lot of EV, man. It is fucking wild how tournaments work, where like you can just break even or like mildly win or lose for a year, and then a year later you maybe win play everything. mildly better, like mm-hmm. a little. Like the difference between call it three months can't be that much, but maybe you do one thing that you wouldn't have done the other uh, for a different reason otherwise, and then you just win a lot. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just so much scambling in MTTs. Gotta gotta win the scambling, dude. The big spots. That's it's hard. fucking wild. Like these, t- especially like some online tournaments, like WSFP.com payouts. Like I'm just gonna keep doing this. Like first is so much money. Yeah. Like the difference between tenth and first. Tenth was two point eight. First was fifty eight k. Wow. Are you trying to say you got tenth in something last night? I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying <laughs> to say that that the fucking payout say? structures are ridiculous. Are you so, in the buck? So Landon, what did you get tenth in last night? Tenth in the circuit. I was one of fifteen and fucking dusted it. Are you in the muck? Did you have deuces? N- I had deuces, yeah. Cut off open, I jammed 15. <laughs> it was normal. I did triple off fours in a spot where I bet bet jammed, but he folded. Yeah, we love that. Mm-hmm. Not yet, Guapo. Not yet. <laughs> this was that's, just, this was just a rant. Of, this was a tournament rant. This is a tournament mm-hmm. rant. Sure. Tournament, you just redline everyone, and then like everyone gets shallow enough where like you open and have to call off a 10 big blind jam, and they have kings. Yeah. You have queen 10 suited. Because why should, the fuck not? You should be more patient. Let's get there. Ask, I ask, tried. <laughs> ask the tortoise mm-hmm. and fold that queen 10. Yeah. It hurts. Um, find a better spot. You gotta find uh, way. Chips are worth nothing. Co- we call them coffee pay jumps. Yeah, yeah, it's unlucky, man. Five twenty-five, tenth place. You get four buy-ins. You chose that life. I did. I'm okay with it. Are you? I'm okay with <laughs> the choice. Sound okay. I'm okay with the choice. I'm okay with it. As he's a bat in his hand, right. he's yeah. ready to smash right. something. You, you, you don't sound okay. <laughs> fucking fine. Been a great year. <laughs> you don't look good. Uh, did win a ring this year. Married to the game. You don't look good. No. Um, when the fucking WPT world I didn't think I was in the muck until we did that geography experiment now, <laughs> holy hell now I think I'm like neck deep in the muck <laughs> uh, yeah. man I knew I knew geography was a blind spot of mine I I truly think I could perform better under less pressure what's the capital of Mississippi <laughs> uh, Biloxi no Jackson. it's the only city I know Jacksonville Jackson Jackson, Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> what's the capital of Florida 
Uh, Tallahassee. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Jacksonville. Gainesville. <laughs> Gainesville. <laughs> the big states are always the obscure one, like Harrisburg for Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's like Albany what for New York. Yeah, Albany for New York. Uh, Sacramento. Alaska. California. What is it? What's Vermont? Alaska is Anchorage. No. Jupiter. No. Uh, Juno. Juno. There you go. That's what I meant. What is Vermont? Vermont. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I actually had this out with. Uh, I know who you had this out with. Travis. Yep. Yeah. Mm. We um, did a we did a bit on it in Texas. I remember. I didn't get it right then. I'm not gonna get it right now. I think it's Montepilla. Montpelier. Montepilla. Montepilla. That's the capital of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was Roma Deli. It's Roma Deli. <laughs> Wow! Uh, shout out Todd Brunson. Oh man! So today's in the muck segment <laughs> was uh, actually supposed to be me buried in the muck, and uh, I think it still will be to some degree. I put in a twenty-one hour session on Saturday. Yeah, uh, got there at ten a.m., left at eight a.m. Uh, so twenty-two hours. Actually, my math is bad. And uh, <laughs> it almost a twenty-four hour session. Yeah, I got to tell you. Very, very rarely does this end well. Very, very rarely does it end well on the back end of 22-hour sessions. I've had a few where I was up infinite and stayed because the game remained good for the people who were buried. I remember one time in particular um, playing JRB's game where I think we started at like 4 p.m. And at 9 a.m. the next day, uh, I was heads up against a man named Henry who is an oil tycoon and uh, we both had like a million and a half in front of us. I didn't buy in for that much. Mm. So it was a good night. Um, oh, that's when he started limping. You're like, I'm done. Yeah. He limped the very first hand and then showed down <laughs> ace queen off. Like he limped the button and then showed down ace queen off. And I just got racks. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing this <laughs> at 9am, man. I was willing to give you a little bit of action, but like, if we're going to play this small ball bullshit, you can take it up to Negranos. Yeah, bro, it's pimping. I'm fucking out. <laughs> take it up to I don't have the bandwidth or the mental capacity Here's right Daniel's now. Here's Daniel's number. Call him. Yeah, like, I'm sheerly operating on adrenaline and pre-workout. Like, I just need to react to big bets and figure out what the fuck happens next. I'm here for big money. I'm not trying to think my way through a three big blind spot here, I'm buddy. not here to figure out ISO sizes. Yeah, we're, we're out of this one. Um, so, <laughs> I was texting with the group, which, funny enough, everybody was kind of awake pretty late that night. Uh, Joanne was grinding also and she was also in the muck and was texting us hand histories at like 4 a.m. <laughs> so I'm like right there commiserating with her. You and Melissa for some reason what were still doing? awake too. So probably Saturday. Probably just sad in the garage lifting weights if I had to guess. No. <laughs> I was awake. Shouting. Yeah, Shouting. Shout. No, I don't know. Shout but yeah, we were, everyone was awake for some reason. I saw the 2 a.m. text of I just took pre-workout and I was like, this is going to be really bad. Oh, that wasn't my last dose. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I just took pre-workout. I said, did everybody else just do coke? <laughs> was so good. <laughs> 2 a.m. So at 2 a.m., the game really was still eight-handed. Um, one person had $5,000 in front of him. We were playing the stand-up for $500 a person. <laughs> he had to come out of pocket to pay the stand-up bounty. Which was incredible. Wow. Um, it, the game almost broke, too. The game, like, you were stuck a bunch, and it was almost going to break, and then you said, well stayed. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, we had uh, a gentleman join at, like, 2.30 in the morning. And at that <laughs> point, like, it was going to stay. But, yeah, I thought the game was going to end at, like, 11.30. Everybody seemed like they were getting tired. Uh, the biggest winner in the game, who had, like, 150K in front of him, was like, this is my last half. And I'm... I'm like down 80,000 at this point. I'm just texting everybody. So like, mad. 
I'm malting. Like, <laughs> why did I do this? I was up 40,000 at three o'clock playing 2550 when they moved me to this 100 200 game. I should have just went home. Like, just so miserable. Because, I mean, at 3 p.m., I've already put in a full day. You almost took mm-hmm. it. You almost took the day off. You're like, I was yeah. like, you going to Bobby's on Saturday? You're like, yeah, I might take it off. I'm like, you know, you're not. Yeah. So, like, no, you're not. Yeah, I had a not, <laughs> not pleasant session the day before. But, like, by, by 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., whatever, when I get moved over to the main game, I've already played six hours. Yeah. It's like, this is a full day, and I've, I've won way more money than you're allowed to win at 2550. I'm up like 45,000. These games like, aren't real. It's yeah, crazy. Let's, let's just call it, you know? But I'm looking around, I'm like, this is the juiciest fucking game ever. Of course I'm in. And I immediately, <laughs> fucking Andrea. Uh, he's one of the regs who like helps run the game. So I, I stack, uh, this, this poor guy who, uh, he only seems to run badly against me, but he, (laughs) it's unreal. I open, uh, fours, get three bet or sorry. I open sevens, get three bet and he cold calls. And then he goes, Berkey, I want to ask you about this hand. If you fold and I go, I'm sorry, I've never raised folding. (laughs) Like, yeah. we're going to see, we're going to see a river here with me involved, buddy. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. So it just comes like uh Jack seven, Ooh. four, two spades. Nice. And he and I end up getting it all in. He had slow played Kings. Oh boy. <laughs> and the reason he had slow played is because he had just previously ran Kings into aces mm. and didn't like, you know, the emotions kind of like got him in the muck a bit. Had he four bet, obviously I'm just going to end up folding. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Yeah. So I end up <laughs> stacking him for 20 K. Now I'm up like 60,000. I'm feeling great. Uh, and then this hand happens where I cold four bet ace king and uh, ace king black clubs and spades or spades and clubs whatever uh, and get called by Andrea who's a reg and it just comes like 10 high all black like uh, I think two clubs and a spade and then uh, turn jack of spades river another spade and I just go bet 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 Uh, and he calls me down and shows me ace jack of hearts and I'm like beside myself like i actually got fucking tilted yeah. where it's like it, what is this flop peel what is this flop peel? i bet big, like i bet big i went 75 percent like on every street uh and i'm just <laughs> like on, i'm like what yeah how you know like what what are we doing here what the fuck? and he's just belly laughing at like <laughs> of you know of course this is just a standard fucking flop peel against you you idiot and of course, I'm going to turn top pair, top kicker, and you're just never going to have queens plus. You're always just going to have the ace king high and be drawing dead. Uh, and I just, I, I mentally, I was so buried in the muck. I should have just racked because at mm-hmm. that point I was still up like 20K, but I just lost basically all my profits. And I'm just like, this motherfucker, like, I'm going to get it. Now he has like 150K. Mm-hmm. So now uh, I have like 35,000 in front of me. Flop. Now I have 135,000 in front of me. <laughs> He's two to my right. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make someone's life hell, either his or mine. And uh, yeah, so I I now like my mind is just like splashy already because like I have a really good setup where like tighter players are to my left, the looser players are to my right. I have a few people that like I'm really fucking going after kind of thing. Uh and then he leaves and uh, you know, Reg comes in and fills his speed, uh, his seat, and then a couple more people leave. And the next thing you know, we're we're six handed or five handed, and I'm just looking around like, well, now I'm stuck 30k. <laughs> Where the fuck am I going? We're playing right. one two. This game's good. Like, let's go. I guess. So the game doesn't end up breaking. We move on. Uh, we get past the 11:30 deadline where I thought the game was absolutely going to break. And, uh, you know, he comes back and he's just like getting a massage and strapping it. I'm like, okay, 
we're going to be here for a while. So now the game like kind of feels we have like we're eight handed or so uh, until like two thirty in the morning, and I'm just getting more and more fucking stuck. So I never reloaded. Uh, I I went all the way from having like 120k in front of me, all the way down to like 33,000, and I'm just looking at everybody fucking flush in front of me. Like you know, Knock has like 120k in front of him. Uh, our, our our guest from out of town has like 150k a few other people were sitting super deep I was like I can't do this like mentally I'm so defeated by only having 200 big blinds in front of me <laughs> that that I need to be prepared to go to war you know I need to be prepared to play this big pot so I go and I get all the big chips out of my box and I come back with like 300,000 <laughs> To cover the table. No, no. And that's where the story <laughs> begins, really. Jesus. This is <laughs> this is the beginning of where... Uh, to be fair, like I know I'm saying I was in the muck, and I really was because um, it was such an emotional roller coaster going from like being up so much from a smaller game to now being kind of buried... Honestly, like relatively smallish. Yeah. You know, I'm only down like 30 or 40,000. That's a pretty standard swing for this stake. And it's not even like real... Big blind stakes in the games that you play. Even if it were, it's only 200 blinds. Yeah. You know, we're playing one, two. Mm -hmm. right. So it's like, I'm always stuck two buy-ins, technically speaking. It's, it's not that big of a deal. We can get it back. <laughs> but just the way the game was flowing, I kind of knew this was going to be a feast or famine type of thing. Like, I didn't expect... There have been plenty of games where I've done this in the past, and I was like, fuck, man, I might lose, like, 200. Because this game is just monkey well, shit right now. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we played a one two four game over the summer where uh you know things just got way out of control and every fucking pot that was being played was hundred K. Yeah, I mean I look at the we have a Discord running tab chat and mm. then like I'll just like every time I see it's like late night and I see like there's a little ping <laughs> that you're done with the session, I'm always like mm. <sighs> You're my new Birdo. I'm like <laughs> well I'm Birdo without asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know what's coming. Well he hesitated to ask. <laughs> But, but yeah. be like, how we doing? Yeah. R.I.P. Berto. R.I.P. Love that guy. Um, I never met him. He was a treat. He was. He was. But uh, this game was different. Like, there was so much limping taking place. A lot of pimping. And, and a lot of, like, <laughs> a lot of just, like, big hand, big bet type of stuff. <laughs> Normal. So I, I was just kind of like, I don't think I can really lose a fuck ton here. I can have a normal-ish loss. Like, I'm probably capped at ever losing 100 here. I don't imagine I lose more, in spite of the fact that, like, there are some really big stacks here. Right. It's at some point you're okay with folding big hands versus yeah, big just, bets. Yeah, I'm just going to pick up a lot of pots redlining. Yeah, you'll you win know, small ones. Th that'll pay for any big gambles we may have. Yeah. Um, they add up a lot. Yeah, but I was like, if I fucking cool someone off, I might just, like, win 200. Like, in spite of being stuck 40 at this point. So I was like, I'm, I'm in. We're strapping it. So fast forward to 2.30 a.m., a few of the regs leave, uh, and I think the game is in danger of breaking now. We're down to four-handed. <laughs> and this guy, this Chinese businessman comes and sits down, and he asks if he can send me 15K in uh, USDT. I was like, sure. Give him some chips. Uh, he take, he, so I give him change for 15K, and he goes, can you give me a, a 5K chip? I'm thinking like, sure, but you know why? That's not very functional. We're playing 1-2. You don't have that many, that many monies. Yeah. Uh, and then I look, and he put the 5K chip in his pocket. So I, I guess it was like, in case things went bad, he wants to be able to play like 510 or whatever later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. 
Two hours later, he has 155,000 in front wow. of him. He's cooking. So it didn't go bad. He is fucking cooking, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got, I got kind of got, call it a bit of late night behavior, call it a bit of me just not paying close enough attention, maybe call it a bit of him being uh, unfamiliar. Like, he said he hadn't played in 10 years, and I kind of believe him based off of his play. But also, like, I don't know. He was doing things like string betting, string raising, that we had to actually police, mm. which is rare because usually in those games, let like, it go. we let it go. But like, it was very evident. Like it was, it was, he called. And then as the deal would burn, he'd go, I raise. And we're like, no, 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 you don't. We're like, nah. yeah. no, like that, that's just, that's not going to fly here. So we had to like police a little bit of that. So anyway, we play a pot where blind versus blind. He makes it 500. I make it uh 2k with queen jack of diamonds. He makes it 7k. I call. And I think he has 18,000 behind. Uh, or, or sorry, 16,000 behind. Um, <laughs> Which is kind of scary anyway. Yeah, it's kind of scary, but you know, like, what are you going to do? It's blind yeah, versus blind, you, you have a good hand. Yeah, yeah. Flop comes queen, seven, deuce, rainbow, one diamond. It's as good as it'll ever get. <laughs> and he just open rips. And I go, I just like, look at his stack. He's sitting right to my right. I just look at his stack and I go, call. Twice. So we run it twice. I lose both. He has aces. <laughs> and then they count down a stack and he has three white chips at the bottom. Oh, no. And I'm like... Oh fuck me! So it ends up being twenty eight thousand instead of sixteen, mm. and I'm just like, okay, I'm fucking livid because this is half my error for sure. Like mm-hmm. I could have easily asked for account, right? And I certainly would have folded to a two x pot jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have. I I know, like, sure, but like, just trust me. The way he was playing, like, I would have folded. I wasn't super excited about calling a pot size jam. You or know? a four bet. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty buried. I, I don't think I'm folding Queen Jack suited. Yeah, I, I get, I get <laughs> it. It feels... It's correct to fold, The discipline sure. you need to have to call and then fold versus the jam when That's you make a so queen. so much easier than just folding pre. <laughs> it's, yeah, because you, you've hoped pre-flop. Gu- Guabo can relate to this. You <laughs> yeah, can make yeah, the big yeah. fold post <laughs> if you know a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, it doesn't always have to work out that way where he just, like, rips into you and shit like that. Could have just fucking mm-hmm. spiked one of the boards. Yeah, right, right. It could have also spiked. But anyway, so I lose that pot. That's what started his big run-up. And I'm just, like, livid. Nothing's happening. We're all limping around. <laughs> I, I we, just, great game. Not yeah, me, we, not me. We, in there limping. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we, the collective, has all no, decided no, no, no. to play, play low ball no. now. And, anyone else limps, I'm opening 8x. Yeah, there were course. times where I was opening to my 3-bet size. <laughs> I was yeah. just like raising the 2k. Probably good. Um, but I think all hope is basically lost at this point. Uh, some of the stacks are kind of getting a little bit shorter. This guy has all the fucking money vacuuming up. And, you know, we had the the uh, picture I tweeted out of like, how buried do you think I am to have this much on the table? Truth was, is I wasn't stuck that much, but if you count what I had won earlier, I was down like almost a hundred. Um, so it's like five, four thirty in the morning. I take my last pre-workout of the day Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I decide to get a massage. Uh, just basically saying like, I'm just going to enjoy the next 90 minutes of getting a massage and wrapping up this session might just sleep praying for a set over set spot otherwise moving on with my life uh massage ends it's 6 a.m i'm like all right guys like last half i got a game to watch it 1 p.m you know i got to be there for my stillers can't i can't be too tired stillers everybody agrees okay last half uh that half comes and goes (laughs) and the last hand of that half as the dealer is pushing, and I think that, like, okay, we're done, uh, I get queens. 
And so this is the first hand I sent you up. Um, I open queens, uh, get called by the big blind and our, our, uh, <laughs> our Chinese businessman who limped under the gun. Um, he calls as well. Board comes down eight, six, two, two clubs. Um, checks to me. Now, usually I would big bet here, especially without a club, mm-hmm. but, uh, the, the trick to this hand that kind of almost fucked me, but ended up working out in my favor was the big blind that defended was like looking to gamble big time and he was check raising a lot of flops with like like if he had fives here he was check raising a lot uh if he had like if he touches the board he was just check raising a lot in, including like backdoors and things like that small so i wanted to go small to give him room to yeah. well he just folds <laughs> no i'm like fuck so i bet third pot uh get called turn is an offsuit four which completes five seven and five three uh, not the best card in the deck, but I like mean, we're he, still betting. Is he limped early? This guy, yeah, limped, yeah. It's like how much? Who knows, man? He was literally playing. Like he was showing down like queen six off in some pots. I mean, you'll find out if you get raised. Yeah, I'm I gonna guess. fuck around and find out. So I bet three quarters pot. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe over bet too. If you wanted? I don't think so. When straights are, I mean, we're, I'm basically treating it as a big blind range with the way he limps, right? Like he just has. Oh, he fucking raises. He has a lot of straights, a lot of sets. Holy stuff hell. Like that. <laughs> holy yeah, so he raises. Holy now, moly, holy moly. <laughs> yeah, my butthole clenched a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hell. like, uh, I guess give me the Deuce of Heart River. <laughs> You're still fucking <laughs> Like, scared. he definitely has 6-4 in range. He might need have 8-4 eight, eight, suited. Like, offsuit queen, offsuit queen. There's a lot. Yeah, like one time queen of clubs. <laughs> or, or sorry, queen of diamonds. Ace of diamonds <laughs> hits the river. And at first, I'm like, okay, that's effectively a brick. Yeah. But then he bets. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. Like, he bets 9,000 calls. Yeah. So that was small bet. Right. But what, what, where fear started to seep into my brain was small bet equals ace X of clubs. Bro, I will fucking throw the bat. We've learned our lesson about folding. Bro, relax. <laughs> Jesus. Relax. I'm fucking stuck 100K. I'm not looking to fold queens here. Oh, my God. It's I'm just, just saying, like, the, the it, knock- wasn't, it wasn't a layup call. It wasn't happy call. So I kind of tank a bit. And I'm um, like, very miserable because I, I really think that he smashed the ace here more than anything else. With like ace-x of spades? Ace-x of spades, ace-x of clubs. Well, because then he had to not have check raise flop. Or even just like ace-five in general, ace-seven in general that like peel. So ace-seven of, you know, ace-seven off with the ace of clubs type of thing that he just goes for it with. I mean... Not inconceivable. Ace-five turns a double gutter. My, yeah, that's what I mean. But you have to peel flop. Yeah, but I only bet third pot and like bro's in there. Like, bro's not folding ace highs. I, I love that you just can't even conceptually imagine that people play bad. I, <laughs> no, 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 I do. But, like, with the, with the price given, it's just like, okay. If you no, bet, if yeah, you bet yeah, pot, of course. it's no, like... No, of course, of course. But I truly would have rather he bet pot. Fucking hell. Because to me, this just immediately signaled, like, ace-x. And I just, like, start to come to grips with the fact that, like, fuck, I'm going to pay this off and he's going to show me ace-x and I'm going to feel dumb. Um, but in the process, like, because he's sitting right next to me and because we're shorthanded, we're both kind of opened up to one another. So like physically, uh, this isn't a normal scenario where like, you're only really seeing like what's above the table. I'm able to see his entire body. And one thing that I happened to pick up on, um, because when the ace ripped off, I kind of like intuitively knew that that's not a great card for really either of us. It's okay it, for it's, you. It's kind of neutralish, right? Yeah, base sex. Yeah, for draws. sure. Right, right. So that goes through my, that's why I think it becomes neutralish. Uh, so I was kind of just like eyeballing him because he did seem like he was relatively new and I thought he might give something off. And immediately, he didn't instantly bet. So immediately, the first thing that happened when the card came off was his hand 
uh, was on his leg and he just started like tapping, tapping his fast, leg. Fast feet, fast hands. We, we, just with his hand, like, you know, he's trying to like come to a conclusion. Yeah. And so like I immediately picked up on that um, and then he bets the 9K and we start just like bantering, right? And I'm just like, God, I, I just... I just really think you hit the ace, man. I really think you hit the ace, and that's a bad card for me. And then he goes, pocket pair? <laughs> I go, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I do have a pocket pair. <laughs> that's a good read. It was a really good read. I don't really want to call, but I don't want to fold either. And he goes, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I call. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah, good call, good call. I just have a pair. And I didn't make him show, uh, so I table and win. I'm guessing he had a six or a four or eight, five. Eight, yeah, four five makes sense. Six seven makes yeah, sense. Yeah, less a seven, I imagine. Probably six more five. Four, five. Well, he obviously turned, doesn't have. Oh, eight seven. Eight, you said. Seven, I eight, thought seven. you said a seven. No, uh, I think wouldn't, wouldn't raise turn. I yeah, I also think if he had an eight, he probably would have just shown. Yeah. Because like that's right. bucketed his value. Like it was very yeah. clear that when I called, he thought he was bluffing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, five four probably makes more. probably like a turn equity double gutter yeah. pair. Yeah. So you know, I pick up this. 40k pot cut into the deficit a little bit i'm only stuck like 65 I'm now happy we, didn't, we don't fold the small bets anymore or 55 now something <laughs> like that i'm just like okay i guess this is it guys like it's been a pleasure uh a blessing and an honor you know let's let's move on and everybody puts out their money for the bomb pot <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on here <laughs> okay so we play another half i win some small ones i get the i get the total down to like 55k and uh they put out their money for a bomb pot again and I'm like, okay, for real. Like, this is my last half. It's 7.30 now. I'm just like, oh, legitimately, like, I don't care. Come hell or high water. This is my last half. I'm done. Um, and again, I'm out. as the dealer is pushing, uh, I play this hand. So, uh, fun player limps under the gun. Uh, Chinese businessman limps under the gun or cut off, whatever. Everyone keeps pimping. Yeah. I 5X with queen 10 off. They both call. Probably go bigger, honestly, too. Probably could, but queen time. Uh, whatever. Good flop. <laughs> Hello. We get it. It's going to check to me. Uh, I bet 1,000 and 3,000 again. You know, we kind of got the board locked down Is here. this guy the first actor check-raise guy? Yeah. Okay. And he's not this deep. I'm, uh, I just hit next hand, uh, but he only has like 12,000 in front of okay, him at this point. But he's out. Yeah, so he's out. Uh, we get check-raise the 3K. Mm. Okay. I considered three-betting here, uh, and I was just kind of like... Uh, I don't know that that's great because if I three bet and face resistance, I'm just going to see a set of fours yeah. <laughs> and that's going to exactly. make me sad. Yeah. You don't want to narrow the range too much. Yeah, sure. He'll have draws, but yeah. like I'm saying, if I make it 10 K and he makes it 25, yeah. we are not happy camper. Mm-hmm. No. When the more money goes in, we're never going to win. Yeah. But like there's more combos of queen, jack, king, queen, ace, queen. But when four bet the flop. Don't four yeah, bet. Right. No, no, not the four bet, but like have to continue versus your bet. And then sure. you can kind of narrow down that you have nuts. But like, you know, I don't know that they really want to stack off. And then also turn vision becomes really weird for me. Yeah. Now I have to be afraid of like an eight, a nine, a jack, a queen, or sorry, an eight, king. a nine, a jack, a king, an ace. Yeah. As opposed to like, if I just call, a lot of those cards become a little less threatening. Um, the price to make a boat is less. Well, it, no, it's more so that I can just be playing call whenever those cards come off, as opposed to if I f- three bet and get four bet. Now, when those cards come off, I'm f- pretty fucked. Like it just completes a lot if he follows through with a polarizing line. 
So you think you'd only three bet like? I don't think I would three bet anything on this board in particular. Tens. I I really don't even think I would three bet that. Okay. Right. It just doesn't make any sense because I block queen ten, which would be the maybe I would three bet exactly fours. But honestly, like through a bluff catching line this deep, we started this hand fucking thirty three SPR. You know, so it's like. It's tough to try to set up a line to get all the money in on the flop. You just have to kind of figure it out and freestyle yeah. as you go. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not really intending to get all the money in on the flop anyways. Well, that would be the reason to, to three-bet the flop is to get closer to a one-to-one -one SPR, right? Or like just you just lower SPR to get all the money anyways. That's what hard. I'm saying. That, that would, the intent of that would be to eventually get all the money. Yeah. Um, but the problem is when you, when you put that focus on the flop at 33 SPR, you very quickly fold out too many bad hands. I mean, it depends what you can, like, what is he raising? Because if he's not raising any bad hands, you're not knows, folding out. bro? But that's the argument for raising Queen-10. Well. Because who knows, and you just have very nutted hand. All right, buddy. Well, we'll put you into a fucking spot where you're 500 big blinds deep and give you top two in this spot and just see how you do three-betting the flop. Top two is <laughs> a good hand. Top two is a good hand. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to randomize... Uh, the out-of-position player to having all the hands that he would check-raise, and we're going to let you run this spot a thousand times and, and just see how you fare getting all the money in. Well, it's, you don't always have to get the money in. Well, you if you don't get all the money in with top two... Sometimes you do your bet, you bet the turn, you check back. Sometimes you check back the turn and bluff catch river. Yeah. You don't always, have to, like you don't always have to get the money in. At like an SPR of not much. Yeah, do you have 9K? You call still like 20. Erratic people? No. 15? No. That's Four. If you each put in 10k on the flop, there's no. 23,000 in the pot, so you, and he's gonna have 81 behind. You click it's to four. You click it's to, literally four. You click to nine, he calls. It's four. It's, it's literally one. four. It is four. <laughs> <laughs> Money goes in, bro. Yeah. Money goes in. Sure. I, I love you. I think you're incredibly talented at poker. I also think I just you've don't never like looked at deep stack. I, I just don't like this whole fear of he could have fours. It's like, okay, if you, if you three That's bet. That's a real thing but, in theory but if, when you get super deep. But if you three bet and he four bets you, you just fold. No. No. You don't. Why? So you turn because you got top two, my, yeah. my guy. But he You're only, turning top two into a bluff. That's no, where we're at. We're, at we're, we're raising, we're getting value for top two for what it's worth. And then when you face aggression from the low frequency combos and never have a bluff, I don't fold. know that he never has a bluff. And I would much rather just play two more streets. <laughs> That's fair than versus if he has fours, I'm fucked. Well, if he has fours, I'm fucked. And that's a real chunk. The, He's the, just fucked for less. The issue is, is that you're, 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 not, you're not seeing this through the lens of it being a one-street game. Like, if you try to get in all of the money preflop with kings for eight bets, you're going to find aces. aces that's yeah. different. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's the same exact thing. thing. Ranges, because, ranges mm -hmm. condense the same way yeah. regardless of what street you're on. And when you have infinite money... The more bets that go in, the more condensed the ranges become. Mm -hmm. This isn't new. You'll never see a f that fourth bet come in without it being it, and he's just not folding. Polarizing a depth is very scary when you have non-nutted Okay, hands. but if the fourth bet is always it, you can just fold. I'm okay with folding top I two then. I don't know anything about what the fourth bet means out of this man, as you'll see as we continue through this spot. So you call. <laughs> yeah, over time, it's, it's going to be fours, but I call. who knows? Turn... Badoogie Deuce. That's a good card. Brick of all bricks. He bets third pot. This and is nonsense. I agree. 
I totally agree. I think this is like Jack 8, King Jack, hands like that trying to push their equity through or, and getting me to fuck up and make a mistake. Or like weird King Queen. Yeah, maybe. Ace Queen. Whatever. King it's Jack. Just, King he, he's just trying to not be all in. I get it. So I make it 10K because that's very reasonable. And I will be able to go for a chunky bet on the river whenever SPR is like three ish. He hits me with the 43,000. Yeah. That's fine. You dead, bro. Well, it's not fine. You dead, bro. You're not dead. No. No, this line is inconsistent and nonsense. I do agree with you. This yes. line is inconsistent. You can't was, just say you're dead. It was yeah. very incongruent. A set would bet bigger. Yeah. I, I think a set also would bet bigger. It would bet like 6,500. Um, it would bet more. More. Just, look, I get it. I was happy and scared at the same time. <laughs> You're scared because of the like emotional feeling of like, it, this guy's going to show me a hand I don't think mm -hmm. actually should ever exist, but he somehow has it and I'm the idiot. If it's possible, I came and shat at the same time. Sure. It was like, okay, okay, Mr. Guy. <laughs> Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy. I don't know what you limp call. I, the only hands I've seen him raise so far are kings and aces and pocket nines once on the button. So I don't know if he limps tens. I don't know if he what limps if he queens sometimes. Queen, deuce of diamonds. He can't three-bet the turn. He didn't check raise flop with queen deuce. Even diamond. if he has queen four, he just like can't. Like the way that he put the money in, it was very clear that he understood the nuts wanted to put all of the fucking mm -hmm. money in as turbo as possible. He overbet jammed queen seven deuce with aces. He wants the money in when the bro is at the top. Yeah, but he didn't. It's incongruent. But he also bluffs. What we what I also understood very quickly, especially from the queen's hand, is that. My guy is capable of balancing this weird uh, desire to get all the money in with the nuts early mm -hmm. with having bluffs. Okay. It, so it, I took a lot of time before acting on the turn. I think we just peel. Yeah. You just, yeah. Let him, just let him keep cooking. So I considered jamming. I considered uh, briefly folding, but never actually entertained it. <laughs> you just want to keep his bluffs there, right? Like, or yeah, semi-bluffs? Like yeah, you if do. If he has jack-8. You do, but you also understand that you're calling off on, like, straightening cards. I mean, you're calling off feels, on any river. You have yeah, to. It's it unfortunate. Just, it just feels shitty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I come to grips with this, and I'm, like, kind of staring at his posture and everything else, and bro was doing the hand thing. Again. I don't think that you fold literally any river in the deck. You can't. No, you can't. Of course no, not. No river. That's very obvious. Yeah. Uh, like even Ace, like, oh, he's King Jack. It's like, it no. doesn't matter. I understand. Uh, so bro's doing the hand thing again. Ooh, it's a five. I'm just a like, okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's buckle up. So we get the offsuit five. And again, he doesn't snap jam, which snap jamming would have made me feel way more comf comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, because I would have just assumed that actually maybe it wouldn't have. I would have been very happy versus snap jam. I'm happy anyways, but anyways. Yeah, it's like I, he, he pre-registered that he was going to do it. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. The, this was all just like a pre, uh, predetermined bluff line. All mm -hmm. part of the plan. But, but like, he didn't snap jam. And then I, I got to thinking like, oh no, bro's like feigning weakness with fours. <laughs> this is so <laughs> shitty. He doesn't have fours. No so, way. So he tanks. And again, he's like opened up to me and he's not doing the hand thing. Um, but he eventually shoves. And I'm just like, you know, kind of staring at him like I'm in the fucking muck. And uh, I obviously know that I have a call, but it's 8 a.m. on the back end of a 22 hour session. And if I call and I'm wrong, I am now going to be stuck like 150 ish, which is fine. This is what we sign up for, but it don't feel good. It just, I feel like you win this hand every time. Yeah. 
Like, right. like call it like Monday morning quarterback upon further review. Like turn bet size is nonsense. Yeah, I was gonna say only, for, only through the turn bet size. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. It's very incongruent. This is what we talked about with Brian when he was in the muck. That when players take a uh, take linear action with what they're trying to represent as a polarized range. Yeah, it's, fucking. It's often just incongruent with strategy, and you catch them. Like that's the weird way in which they bluff. And you're right. Had this happened hour three, I would have high-fived them first and then called. But, you know, it wasn't hour three. No, this is like you either win or you lose. Yeah. Hour, it's hour 22. It's hour 22. I'm trying to come to grips with all of this. Yeah. And I know that I'm calling, but I also know that, like, maybe I'll play with him again. So I'm kind of baselining him a bit, too. And he's not doing the hand thing this time, but, like, there are some other physical things that I'm kind of picking up on. I was just like, all right, man, I'm just going to talk to him and then sail the money in. And I was just like, you are really good at putting me in shitty spots. Like, I don't know if this is going to be the worst knit roll of all time or the biggest hero of all time, hero fold of all time. And he kind of perked up a little bit. And I was like, I have a really good hand, but I actually think you have a good hand. He goes, I have a very good hand. And I was like, okay, that settles it. <laughs> call. And I was like, I call. King Jack, Jack nine. Uh, what do you uh, have? Again, I don't know. So, so I go, I call. And he goes, that's a very good call. <laughs> and I'm just like, Send me home, Jesus. Oh, so he just send, send me yeah. home. He just mucks you table. Uh, yeah. So uh, he mucks. I table. I win the pot, and he kind of just like hang, first thing he does is he like extends his hand to hand, give me a handshake. He's like very good call, nice hand. Yada, yada. I'm like okay, yeah, thank you. Right, he's playing with you. <laughs> God, it would uh, been so fucking epic if, if he, he sat just, down with a five k. No, no. Yeah. If he had fucking fours yeah. or something, he's like that was a very good call. Oh, yeah, Shakes yeah. your hand and then rolls it over. Yeah. Well, let you roll it over, and then like. But I have four. I would I would have been impressed if he would have taken the five k out of his pocket and like strapped back in for more. That would be <laughs> like, mama be you, would, you would have been there playing. No. I was gonna say the real question is, would you have stayed or not? I would. No. I would have After given that. him like an orbit. Um, that was a that would be a, like one of the sickest slow rolls of all time, probably. Yeah, like good so, call handshake for it. So he kind of hangs around and we play a few more hands, obviously, until uh, he leaves. Um, and the players are kind of like talking to him. And he was like, yeah, I had a pair. Uh, I just, you know, I didn't believe it. Like, that was a really tough call. So I think he actually, if I had to guess, I think he either had a four or a 10. I think it was oh, either a, a hand like jack 10 or a hand like five, four. I would say, I'd say five, four is two pairs. So like maybe six, four, yeah. uh, something along those lines. Something with like a pair plus backdoor, I would imagine was the, the region that he was in. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, uh, I, I got my ass out of the muck Man, and had one of the well few feel good stories. He might've fucked you up if you just have King Jack. Like by intentionally, like you have no I other choice. I don't think I would have raised the turn. Really? I don't think so. Why? Why would I raise the turn with just King High? Because like his, where he's giving me a stupid good price. Because like you fold equity too. I didn't think I'd fold equity. That's why I raised Queen Ten. <laughs> I never thought I was going to see a fold there. If I ever thought I was going to see a fold, I would just like called mm. or clicked. I'd be like pretty happy raising. Yeah, I can very much say that against that specific player facing that exact action i have no non no non-nut hands that raise the turn queen time is bottom maybe if i have queen deuce or queen four somehow but pretty unlikely Mm. Uh, but yeah two pair plus for sure my only raises on that turn when when weak players give you a really good price like i'm not trying to bluff i'm just trying to win you know, <laughs> if I'm bluffing, yeah. then they probably have it. Yeah, that's true. Now when they bet three thousand, well, did he fold? <laughs> so I'm saying you could have got unlucky if you had King Jack and raise for two e and then get clicked on. 
And then I just jam, and he fucking snaps me off the bottom what, pair. Jam? What are you jamming? You don't get the jam. He jams on you. No, he didn't jam. I'm saying if he th- if he three bet you. Yeah, he did three bet me on the turn. Yeah, you wouldn't pile it on the turn. Why not? Because that's nonsense. I have nonsense. He <laughs> has nonsense. If I actually think that, like, you know, this is all nothing, you got to play the leveling war. I would yeah. fold then. Put in maybe. the last bet. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe he just snaps me off of the four and goes, I think you have King Jack. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we play a fucking 200k pot where I have King High and he has bottom pair. <laughs> That's one to tell the kids. Uh, shake his hand. Uh, just goes back to Macau and st- starts telling the grandkids about this one time he flew to Vegas to play this pro. And looked them up with bottom pair for a 200k pot. <laughs> I don't think you got the spades. <sighs> you know uh, what? I just don't think you did it this time. I call. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, that was a uh, good result. That was my emotional roller coaster of going in the muck and coming back out alive. That's nice. That it doesn't happen to get too out. often. Mm-hmm. It does feel good to get out. When you when you put the thing up, I, um, we're out of the new segment out of the muck. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be the first and last time for this segment. <laughs> that, that actually might be true. <laughs> it's literally mm-hmm. a one time thing. It might you just call it a one off. Yeah, it might be the first time that we got in and out of the muck all in one twenty four hour session. I yeah. was happy to see it. Me as well. Me as well. Now, Guapo, you can cue the uh, cue the in the muck graphic. If you find yourself in the muck and you'd like to contribute to the conversation. Uh, please head over to our Discord channel. We have a special forum dedicated to In the Muck. Uh, you can tell us your story and we'll pick some of the best ones to do on air. Uh, you can also head over to our Twitter at OnlyFriends underscore pod and uh, just you know write us a tweet. Let I, us know what, what you being in the muck looks like. I like how everyone looks like they're in the muck except Lan. He's like... <laughs> that's just... That's just, that's just that's just my my, my that's just my uh, muck, that's my that's the look. Nikki's got a gun to her head, and you're just like oh, just smiling just, away. You just gotta calculate. Bro puts people in the muck. That's why. <laughs> I, I try. He buries them. In I the would have raised the term to King Jack for sure. You psycho. I mean, I'm okay with that. You gotta trust your read. I've three. Yeah, yeah, you gotta trust your reads, man. You gotta trust your reads. That's what I was doing. Bro. Yeah, you had Queen Jack. It's a good raise. You trusted your read. Wait. Queen 10. But. Yeah, Queen 10. <laughs> Raise ace queen. Oh, I don't know, bro. Because like at some point, you at either some have... point, you just don't want to play a thousand big blind pot, you know? Kinda. Kinda? Like ace queen, like if you don't think he has a good hand, what's the difference between ace queen and queen 10? Oh, I don't know. Two pair versus one pair? Right, but if two pair <laughs> always will choose the bigger size. What do you mean? If he raises you on flop with queen 10, the turn size is not 3,000. No, maybe it's not. But that's the point. Yeah, yeah. The difference is maybe he gets there with the five on the end, as opposed to uh, I just still have the best hand with queen ten. Right. Right. You know? He he raises you with a pair, and then rivers a jack, and yeah. then you lose or, because or just, just you he has know queen four jack. five. That sometimes it's just sad. Yeah, I don't want to be sad for a thousand big blind pot, bro. We we got to be more careful in thousand big blind pots. Hey, Connie. Yes. How'd you do an underdog this weekend? They got, oh. they, they got me good, man. Good I job, couldn't Guapo. pick a higher or lower if my life depended good on job. it. Good job. I forgot about that. Somehow, someway. Guapo didn't know his first win. Gabe Davis had one reception for six yards. First time, <laughs> he, first time he went lower all year, I would imagine. It, mm. Yeah, because he's had a touchdown in every single game, I'm pretty sure. And they've all been like a 40-yard pass. Also, you're a fish. <laughs> Uh, just for the sense that he had a higher lower of 36 and a half receiving yards. And then he also had the same higher lower for 36 and a half receiving plus rushing yards. 
It's a literal free roll to pick the second one. Oh wow! Uh, Is I mean, that right? I didn't look at. the yeah, pull it up. I didn't look at the thing. I just said, "Hey, I oh. just gave you a name and oh. the thing." I didn't even know what the line was. That's your error. Well, We're blind once again, as uh, tends to happen around these parts. That's a low. I feel like that's a low line. No, it's pretty good. That's pretty good you, for a second-year quarterback. Do you know? Good for you. The, the Steelers don't score a lot. Of, they don't. Oh, cumulate a lot of a lot of yards. <laughs> That's not a that's a normal line. Their defense has that's more yards than their as far offense as I can usually. Tell, as far as I can tell, small hands pickets out there balling out, baby. He, is. he had two hundred and thirty yards passing passing, so I went ahead and smashed that higher. Uh making me five and one on the year? Six Good and God. one. Six and one on the year. This eighty five percent is really pissing me off. Yeah. We'll, we'll get and it corrected. You know, <laughs> you'll see I'm there at five and two. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had listen. I had I, I had the I had the muth. I had mm. fire muth. He was gonna just do his thing. You knew he would have, but tweaked his hamstring. So I had to go. Had to pivot. I went to good old Luke Musgrave. He had thirty. He had what? I needed to get higher than uh, thirty-four and a half yards. Yep. He got. He got thirty. All right, looking good. And then ankle went. He's hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Broke his ankle? I don't think he broke it, but he sprained it. He was mm. in a walking GG. boot. So a lot of injuries. It's tough to uh, get those extra five yards when, uh, you know, <laughs> you went can't on that, walk. Should have went on that uh, three and a half receptions. I know. Should have went on that Jalen Waddle. Oh. Jalen Waddle juice. His man got hurt too. That's I, what I was saying. I thought I was going to get absolutely wrecked because he <laughs> got hurt and then he came back. The hire for Jalen Waddle, he had, I think he had, uh, he had maybe six or eight. I forget. Um but yeah, Dolphin yeah. Sharp comes through again. Yeah. I think I'm noticing a trend. Uh, those of us who are devout fans to our teams, <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a uh, just absolutely smash in the higher lower pick'em game. And those Fairweather fans that have two teams that both stink, so they just jump on the anti-Steeler bandwagon, <laughs> seem to be a, a notorious one and six on the season. Guapo W though, <laughs> big W for Guap. This is way, true. I way to get uh, on the board, kid. Put him on the board. Took my boy Hamza Shemaev uh, for 10 minutes. Actually, I'm not taking Hamza. I, I was betting more on the fact that Kamaro would be able to last at least three rounds with this gentleman. And you did. were correct. But you know what? Even when I win, somehow I lose because I was really happy. and I was excited that I finally brought one in for the boys. I was doing so bad. And then when I check chat, see this. <laughs> I thought you bet on the first uh, fight. And it's like, well, he'll apologize at some point. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I qualified. I said I thought it was the first fight. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll take that as an apology. It just took like literally any loss. He's like, oh, Guapo lost. Mm-hmm. Any fight. Like, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Lost. That's not true. That's not true. Somebody with a name that I couldn't pronounce got knocked out in the first 10 seconds of the first match. Mm. And I think that's a very reasonable thing to assume. I don't even know if that's true because everybody with the, the last name that ended in a V one. I didn't say he lost. I just said somebody got knocked out in that match in 10 seconds. I knew. No, you said a last name that you can't pronounce. Yeah, it was, somebody it all... fighting in that match had a last name I couldn't pronounce, uh, and it ended gotcha. in 10 seconds. Gotcha. Stick with me, Conrad. Just like the Sacho is. Stick with me. (laughs) Big shout out to Underdog Fantasy, our sponsor. We appreciate you. If you guys want to be a part of the higher, lower competition that we are uh, talking about, it's a a pick-em game on Underdog Fantasy. 
You can partake by heading over to underdogfantasy.com or clicking the link in the description below. They are doing up to a $500 match bonus right now. Be sure to use the sign-up code S4Y. That's the number four on the letter Y. We appreciate you guys as always. Don't forget, tomorrow is Twitter Tuesdays, so head over to the Only Friends Podcast Twitter. That's at OnlyFriends underscore pod. And answer this little prompt for us. The best thing to give trick-or-treaters this year wrong answers only oh boy we're in for a doozy boys thank you guys so much for tuning in today i hope that you're all out of the muck and we'll see you guys same time tomorrow noon pacific we'll be here ready to rock with you peace squad peace